The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. In a fast-paced world... Every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Twenty seventeen Webby winner, uh, known for his cartoon Muppets hip hop mashups, uh, Milo the Cat on Instagram, aka Adam. Yeah, welcome to the Library with Tim Einicke. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me, man. So let's let's dumb it down a little bit. Describe exactly what you do with these cartoons and hip hop songs. Um, okay, so basically, <laughs> uh, I take existing footage, two pieces of existing content and meld them together to create one. That's like the very simple explanation of it. But what I'm really doing is I'm taking these cartoons, taking existing animation and almost reanimating it and editing. Like I'm a video editor. So like number one, I'm an editor, but I'm kind of reanimating all these clips to make them do what I want them to do. How did, I mean, I guess, how does that, what is the brainstorming aspect of it? Like, you know, I think of when I do this podcast and I think of questions, they come to me like this morning, for example, uh, I'm interviewing an artist and later this week and uh lyric came out. I had a, and I was biking to work. I had to stop the side of the road in New York city and like text myself, you know, the lyric or text myself the question. Sure. That I yeah. to ask. Uh, what is the thought process for you? I mean, it could be as simple as like, you know, uh, walking down the street, getting something from the deli. I mean, how does this work? Yeah. I mean, honestly, like nowadays I think the song comes first and it's all built around the song, but then I'm kind of spending, equal as much time and thought process to really pick the right cartoon and stuff. And like, it's something that I've been doing for so long, but within just the past like four or five months, people are finally starting to notice that it's like, wait a minute, like this is actually the right character for this song. Like how the hell did you do that? And to me, it's because I'm really sitting there, like not just half-assing it anymore. I'm kind of like going for the gusto and like really saying, no, this is the right character. This is the right choice. Is this, I mean, does this mean there's like a, I, I, so I get, I get the, the hip hop vault mind. I mean, mm-hmm. I understand I have a friend who could recite every fucking lyric in the world, <laughs> uh, but is it the same for you in terms of cartoons? I mean, do you have, do you, kind of, is there yeah, something yeah. that you remember? Like, so like, um, my knowledge of hip hop is way stronger, I would say. And, uh, you know what? Cartoons, I've always been a cartoon fan. Um, my friends still make fun of me to this day. Like, oh, he loves cartoons because I think, like, the best writing in comedy right now is, like, you know, Archer and right. and BoJack Horseman and Rick and Morty and shows like that. Like, to me, those are the best shows on TV. 
And as I've gotten older, people are kind of like, oh, my God, you still watch cartoons. But I think there's a lot of people that still watch cartoons. And uh, the framework from that is just all the cartoons I watched growing up. Like, I, I don't know. For some reason, they made a huge impression on me. And I remember all of them. So I'm doing partially like my memory but then there's a lot of searching and stuff too and i think like you know i've told some people like in response to their comments like i'm a good googler too you know <laughs> like there's sometimes where i know the scene that i want and i know that it exists but i just have to find it hmm. uh, li- uh lyrics when we talk about hip-hop lyrics um is there is there ever been a time where the artist for example has spit something that kind of tri- has triggered a cartoon image for oh you. definitely definitely yeah because you know what once i do pick these songs um i know them so well but when you listen back to them in that different way to like really you know find every little hidden moment like there's certain things that just all of a sudden i'll hear a line and i'm like oh my god like i got something for this like i like he mentions a gun or whatever and i know there's a scene with a gun and like a robbery you know like stuff like that like i just know specifically that they're out there and i i kind of know the exact scene i'm looking for so when i start searching it might be hard to find but once i find it like i know exactly what i'm looking for so it's kind of like all comes together before we go on we let's talk about uh the first video mashup you did sure. about 10 years ago yeah. uh the kitty criminal yep. which is a real cat yes uh, it is. Uh, yeah. so to say how did you go from uh kitty criminal which is also has a rock song on it yeah say, it's like more like uh rock like it's different than it's not like a straight rock song. Not a straight rock song, mean, but yeah. a non, okay, non hip hop song. Yeah, uh, to to going from that to cartoons and hip hop. All right. Well, you know what? I will say like that song. I love that song. It's one, by one of my good friends, Peter Toe. Um, extremely talented musician. Got like very close to making it big, but you know the music business isn't exactly the greatest or easiest business to succeed in. True. At all. That's where I got my start. I was working with him early in my career. We were kind of running like a recording studio and record label kind of thing. And he did me a huge solid and let me use like all his music for my dumbass videos. And you know, somehow he was just like, yeah, go for it. And that song... Back in those days, I was a YouTube partner and I was like trying to be a full-time YouTuber. So I was only using stuff that I own complete rights to. So it was like his music mm-hmm. and then like the cats was like nonsense that I filmed and stuff like that. And then it kind of evolved to like we were recording a lot of rappers and stuff. And um, I have another friend, a rapper by the name Solo Fredolo, who's been in the underground game for about 10 years probably. He's been doing his thing. And he kind of gave me the same deal. He was like, you know, any of my songs that you want to use, uh, go for it. And uh, another guy by the name of uh, Coma, um, same same thing with him. He was just kind of like, yeah, man, like do your thing with these cats and dogs. And I was doing cats and dog videos. And back then, like some of them got some views and some didn't. And people were kind of like, what the fuck are you doing, man? And I, I kind of <laughs> knew like, no, like this is something here. This is something. Um. You, you talk about underground hip hop, uh, and you just talk about independent artists, right? Sure, uh, yeah. um, what have what has been your kind of big takeaway from them in terms of your worth ethic uh, about these videos and about kind of creating something that's perfect in your mind? Uh, what has been that takeaway? What have you learned from them? From from like underground artists. From underground artists. Well, like you know what the biggest lesson I could learn from the underground world, I think, is uh, from LP, the rapper LP, mm-hmm. who's a guy who was underground for 
probably 15, 20 years. Like, and he had fans and, you know, he did well and was like a known underground rapper, but he, no one really knew him. And right. then all of a sudden him and Killer Mike come out with Run the Jewels and they're like a real group, you know? And it's like, no offense to their old stuff. Like their old stuff I think was great, but now they're like a group and it's like, holy shit. Like this guy stuck with it for over 20 years just to finally break through I mean, that type of work ethic is what I think it's all about. And I think part of you has to be a lunatic. Like with me, I mean, part of me is like, why the fuck am I making these videos for all these years? And, you know, like (laughs) I've had a lot of viral videos. I've gotten really close to like breaking through and it never happened. Then it's like any normal person would take a step back and be like, wait, like I'm getting old. Like I can't do this shit anymore. (laughs) I got to make a living here. But for me, I was just, I don't know. I kind of just like stuck with my guns and was like, I feel like this is good content and a lot of people are calling me an asshole but some of them are saying it's brilliant so let's kind of run with those people and keep making it why are they calling you an asshole oh god i've had over the years i've had a lot of viral videos and to me i almost think like they didn't really reach like the hip-hop community they they reached like the internet community right and there's a lot of assholes on the internet community and like a lot of them didn't get it and they didn't understand that like some of these subtle references i'm making only hip hop fans would understand mm. them. You know what I mean? Like that, some of them, they're just like, "Oh, this is just like clips played over a song." I'm like, "Asshole! Uh, it, how could you say that?" Like, I'm spending so much time for each five seconds that, right. like, that, there's no way these are just clips. And I think, uh, you know, the biggest breakthrough was all of a sudden, like, going on Instagram, kind of doing the same thing I always did, but short versions of them, and then like the hip hop community embrace me with open arms and uh i mean i can't be more thankful seriously what or maybe who did in the hip-hop community uh was the first kind of compliment uh that kind of to you justified all right i'm doing it right um well very early well okay before anything took off on instagram uh dj hurricane uh who's the dj of the beastie boys and you know been around forever um he just like reached out to me out of the blue and it was to the point where I was checking Instagram maybe like a couple times a week tops. Then all of a sudden I had these notifications. I'm like, wait a minute, this is DJ Hurricane. And he wrote me a DM like, like we got to talk and this and that. And, you know, that kind of like at like a very dark time for me where everything stopped going viral on YouTube. And I'm talking, I had like 10 in a row that were like instant viral hits, uh. like tons of views on everything, press, the whole nine. And then all of a sudden I, I drop about five to seven of them that got under 5,000 views. And right. it was like, you know, I can't justify the time if nothing's happening. So he reached out to me at a time where I was really kind of thinking, man, like, what am I doing here? Right. And that was huge. That was huge. But then, you know, after that, once, like, I did this new kind of format, um, uh, the guy by the name of Kinetic, who was in The Arsonist, yeah. a great dude who just, like, started sharing my stuff and, like, out of the kindness of his heart, not looking for anything so, I mean, that was huge. And then um, I did a Big L video and a Farrell Monch video, like, two days apart. And Farrell Monch shared it. Diamond D shared it because he did the beat for Farrell Monch. And they've both been great to me. And then the Big L one, Lord Finesse shared it. And then, ultimately, DJ Premier, who gave me an amazing shout-out. And he's one of my favorite producers. He is my favorite producer of all time. So, to me, right when I saw that, I'm like, holy shit. Like, it was all, like, in two days all these people that I've been fans of for so long just like kind of gave me the nod of approval. And that's when I knew like, all right, like this is something here. And honestly, I only had like 7,000 followers at that point. Wow. So 
you talked about Big L. Sure. Um, you did uh, Big L's Flamboyant uh, with uh, Yaku from the Mania. Oh, that Mania. was yeah. more recently. More yeah. recently, but more recently. Um, so, but obviously Big L died way too soon. Uh, lyrically was amazing. His flow, wordplay, it was just an incredible storyteller, MC. What kind of what are the similarities between for you between Big L and Yaku from the Maniacs and the Maniacs? Oh, you know what? Honestly, I just thought that was like a good fit. For, that, that, <laughs> that wasn't like that wasn't one where I put a lot of thought in the character selection. I have to be honest, but like I just thought like that was a good fit and something about it. Um, I like already cut up the clips and I kind of saw what I had and there was like a few things that I'm like oh my God, like it kind of just like clicked in my head. Like this is perfect for Big L and I kind of just, uh, you know, strung them together like that. Cool. I admittedly have not seen the Farrah Monch uh, mashup. So you haven't seen I it? I have not seen it. Oh, uh, I did I did a couple, yeah. So if you could just, Farrah Monch is one of my favorite artists and I've interviewed Me too. him a few times. Me too, um, yeah. If you could just talk about kind of the songs that you sure. did and the, the cartoons so, you messed up with it. Honestly, like this one, I'm... I'm very like much not the type to compliment myself, but I'm giving myself a pat on the back for this one because I did uh, the song "The Truth," yeah. starring Pinocchio, and I <laughs> thought like no matter what I did, it's like that's perfect. Like even if I like didn't execute it well, just those two together are absolutely perfect. Right, right. And then uh, when he saw it, like he flipped over it, he shared it, he posted it on my page, he followed me, and then that's like awesome. all of a sudden, it's like the momentum started. Like that was like the real turning point. Um, it really was unbelievable. And then the other one I did was a uh, song off uh, Sound Bombing um, to uh, the Green Lantern. Oh, nice. And um, The Mayor you did? Oh, no, no, no. Oh. Uh, World War Three. Oh, World War Three. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. With and uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, for some something about it, like, it just absolutely, it just worked. And, you know, honestly, like, within, like, an hour or two of me posting it, it's already shared on Pharaoh's page. Like, to me, that's, like, it's unreal that... I could reach these rappers that I've loved for so long. Like, it's unreal. It's crazy. I mean, crazy just even watching, yeah, the likes on your Instagram page, which is, I mean, you see, like, the names that, you know, my my likes are just, like, friends I know, but your likes are, like, DJ Scratch, you know, like, uh, it's Farrah Munch, yeah. Tech from, uh, um, from uh, Smith & Wesson. Dude, you know? I still can't believe it. I, like, I, and, oh, and I gotta say, Tech from Smith & Wesson, like, has been so good to me. And, you know, a dude like that who I've been a fan of for 20 years, like, for someone like me, when I see him, even if it's just a like or a little simple comment, like when I see him in my notifications, like that's what keeps me going. Like it's like if anyone likes my videos, thank dudes like that because if I didn't get them, uh, I mean, I I wouldn't be doing these anymore. Mm -hmm. Like I gave myself like a little bit of a timeline, and if things didn't start taking off, I was done. I was done forever. And that's what's so crazy about it, that it's like, holy shit, like this last little effort that I tried to put out there, it actually fucking worked. After 15 years of making videos, like this little thing actually worked. Like I still can't get over it. Uh, Instagram. In Instagram, we only have 60 seconds to yeah. see a video. Uh, some of your videos are six seconds. Some of them are shorter. Um, how do you choose two things? How do you choose the lyrics you want to highlight of a song? Mm. Uh, and then also, how do you choose? And you kind of gone over this part, but how do you choose the parts of the cartoon that you're going? To? I mean, it, yeah. what comes first, I guess. You know what? Um, I also like speaking of shares. I got like an amazing share from Funk Flex, and uh, 
he followed me, you know, he shared it and he's like another guy where like if I see I see him liking one of my videos, I flip out. You know, I've been like a hot ninety seven fan since I was a little kid. But um I kinda said to him when he first started sharing them, like, Flex, you have to understand you're a huge inspiration for this because a Friday night funk flex set on Hot 97 is like 20 seconds of just the best bars right. into the next one, into the next one. It's not like no nonsense, no chorus, no nothing. Um, and that's kind of like the format that I'm running with. And, you know, it's absolutely influenced by him because I think like, I don't know, that's what people want to see. They just want to see like the best bars, like a quick, like cool little thing. And I was... My old videos, I was going too much for, like, the crossover rap hits. And, like, sometimes it worked, but sometimes it was, like, had, like in my later videos that weren't going viral, I'm kind of doing songs that I wouldn't really, like, be listening to, you know? And, like, I wanted to, like, create this in the sense where, like, I wanted to, like, go back and be able to listen to, like, every song and not, like, skip through it. Like, oh, this is a cheesy played out right. song. Like, I just wanted every kind of, like, classic rap song I could do. Like, that was it. Uh, you use Muppets in a video called When the Muppets Rap Better Than Today's Rappers. Oh, yeah. That was just a whole bunch of my old videos strung together. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's what that was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, but, but think of, like, what, what is for you, what's the major difference with uh, today's MCs versus kind of the MCs that you highlight with like, I mean, an ODB? Look, or... I, the way the internet is now, like you can't say like I don't like something. Otherwise, there's like a million people. Be, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, how could you say you don't like this and whatever? But... I think it's just like a generational thing, I think. But I, I, my opinion is that the rap that I grew up with is a whole nother world from the stuff that you hear today. And I know there's good people out there today. I know like people are putting out good stuff. You just have to look for it. But again, like I'm getting older. This is the shit that I grew up with. Like this is the shit I want to do. Like that's what this page is all about. And part of it is like, after all the years of like you know putting out good videos and stuff, and then like falling all the way away from grace, uh, I decide I was, like started becoming one of those guys that was like, oh, like I know more about hip hop than this person, and like I know this, and like one of these guys from the sidelines, like oh, I could do better. And then when I was like, wait a minute, like I'm a content creator, I'm not a consumer, right. and I took a step back and was like, let me prove that I know more about hip hop than these assholes out here. Like that was it. Like I was just like, nah, like fuck them. Like I'm not doing anything that like people want me to do now. This is all like, this is the stuff that I want to do. Um, and, 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 and you're not, I mean, obviously you're not, uh, you're, you're not just like new school sucks guy. No, no. I mean, you even mentioned that one of your favorite, uh, I think you even said in the interview, your favorite um, video, your best video was that Kendrick Lamar video. Oh, yeah. You know what? I think I... That might have changed at the time, yes. But, I mean, that said, like, what is it about, for you as someone who grew up listening to hip-hop, what is it about Kendrick that kind of that speaks to you? Well, that song in particular, I think, was like a perfect fit for Rick and Morty. I mean, it was a song about alcoholism and, like, it was... Just, like, everything about it was so perfect. And uh, that's more of, like, a show one where if you're a fan of that show, you're going to love that video. And, like, if you're a Kendrick fan, you're going to like it and whatever. But, like, that that's more of, like, hidden little references and subtle subtleties from Rick and Morty type of thing. But, um, you know, Kendrick, to me, is just, like, he's clearly better than most people, you know? And, like, J. Cole is clearly better than most people. And All it's, right. like, I think they have a little bit more of that older style almost you know um 
I don't know. And again, like, I don't want to, like, blatantly hate on anyone, but it's something about, like, that auto-tune twang that, like, the second I hear it, I'm just like, next, <laughs> next, you know? Like, I'm not even sitting through it. And I, I know it's not just me. I, I know that it's not. It's like, I, I always say that, uh, you know, auto-tune came around, it was like Akon. He was, like, the only guy doing right. it. And then, like, T-Pain came through and made it, like, his own and had his own style. And it was, like, everyone used to call the autotune effect back in the day, if you remember, the T-Pain effect. Yeah. Like, that's what it was known as. Then someone decided, like, oh, everyone should use autotune, like some fucking producer somewhere. And I think it's kind of, like, trash, you know? It's, like, there doesn't need to be autotune on every fucking track. Like, there doesn't need it. And uh, I don't know. I just don't like that sound, personally. That's just me. Um, what is, uh, for you, what is the, I'm gonna try to take your love of hip hop and artists and producers and, you know, and, and, and compare them to what is your love of cartoons. Mm -hmm. Uh, so who is the, in the cartoon world, who is the Rakim of cartoons? Oof, that's tough. Um, look back in the day, uh, you know, the early, the first 10 seasons of the Simpsons was some of the best television ever. Um, but, you know, it's kind of crazy to say at this point, but I think, like, South Park has been way more consistent for way longer. And uh, I don't know. Like, I just think that show is absolutely brilliant. Like, I, I just think, like, it's one of those shows that people are like, oh, you still watch South Park? And it's like, yeah, when's the last time you saw it? Like, it's unbelievable every week, like, for years and years, and it's only getting better almost. Um, so that's got to be in the conversation. <laughs> uh, you know... And then some of these new ones, I think, like, like BoJack Horseman to me is absolutely, like, flat out brilliant. And, like, that's another one people won't give a chance because it's animated, right, you yeah. know? And, like, to me, like, that is just, that, that, it's a comedy and a drama. And I think they excel tremendously in both of them, you know, both those areas. Uh, you, who's your favorite, uh, your best hip-hop duo, but then also your best cartoon duo? Oof. Oh, man, it's so tough to say. Um I mean, before we got on air, we were talking about Black Star. I mean, Black Star's got to be up there. Mob Deep's got to be up there in terms of duos, you know. Uh, shit, uh, I think those are my big two right there. Like, if if those are the first two that come to my mind, I think that's got to be like in terms of duos, like my big two. MOP's great, you know what I mean? Like, there's a ton of great duos, but those are the ones that really stand out. And then like cartoon duos. Um, <laughs> That's a tougher question. I really don't know. I really don't know, to be honest with you. Um, you mentioned it before, but is there like, um, and I kind of ask, ask hip hop artists this. It's like the, the question I ask them is, uh, is there a lyric that you've created in your career that kind of says, oh shit, I'm good. Like I made that. Uh, so for you, is there a mashup or a video? No, it doesn't even have to be necessarily that you've made and you constantly like go to it and be like, wow, I I'm, I'm incredible. Yeah, well, that one was like the Kendrick Lamar right. one for a while because that was like my real turning point of how I really learned how to manipulate animation, how I really like was able to do it efficiently and correctly, I think. And that's also what got me hired by Adult Swim. So um, Adult Swim contacted me like two years prior after my fir very first like big viral video. It was a Muppets one. And the guy was so cool and was just like, Hey, like, so what could you do with our stuff? And I was just like, what? Like, I don't know. Like, I thought I just got lucky with this viral video and stuff. And I was in the marketing world for so long, just getting like 
beaten down by non-creative types like for so many years that I kind of like started thinking like maybe I'm not good enough you know like that's it and this video came out and I was still at this company and uh, there were a bunch of shitheads there that were kind of like well I don't get it and like why did you take the time to do this this is what you did on the weekend and blah 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 and meanwhile it had over a million views I was in Time Magazine I was in People I was in like all the big ones and people are still questioning why I'm doing these so I had no confidence at all and this guy, Matt Harrigan, called me from Adult Swim, and he was like, no, dude, like, you know how much companies would pay for this? Like, like, don't second-guess yourself at all. Like, this is a fucking great piece of work. And wow. I was just like, really? And I'm like, oh, what does this guy know? And then I kind of, like, looked him up, and I like, saw all his credits. I'm like, holy shit, this guy knows what he's talking <laughs> about. Like, oh, my God. So two years later, I finally, like, built up the courage to reach out to him again and say, look, I think I'm ready. And it took him like a couple months to get back to me. And one day he just got back to me. He's like, hey, watch the Rick and Morty video. It's great. Can we talk? He's like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, let's talk, man. So uh, that Rick and Morty one is the one I always kind of like go back to. What it, how, how, how do you handle the – so you do it out of a labor of love. You do it for passion. Sure. Uh, and then you get Adult Swim. Mm-hmm. How do you how, – how, was there a worry that the there would be – you know, this pressure from the company that maybe for some reason would weirdly turn off your creative, you know, instinct or your juices, you know, like the initial worry was just like me being terrified and anxious, like, because I'm, you know, neurotic, (laughs) like that's the initial worry. But, uh, honestly, like one conversation with this guy and I was like, Oh shit. Like this guy's going to let me do whatever I want. And I think like early on, he was just like, why don't you pitch me a couple ideas? And I pitched him and I'm used to like people saying, pitch me some ideas and like barely even listening to me. And like this guy got back to me and was like, I like him. And he's like, let's see, let's see what you can do. And I was like, okay, like let's do him. And then like after those initial ideas, I, he was pretty much just like, yeah, forget about pitching, man. Just keep making these things. And I was like, they signed me to like a 10 week deal. And I was like, how many do you want me to do per week? And he was like, whatever you're thinking. I'm like, okay. I'm like, so any restrictions or anything? He's like, no, just use like video from our library and music from our library and that's Mm. it. And that kind of creative freedom is like what I've been looking for my entire fucking career. (laughs) And like in the marketing world, when I'm like dealing with people that are younger than me that like know a quarter of what I know about this space, they were the ones shooting me down. And then like, here's a guy who's like a well established, had many shows on TV. And he's like, no, like I believe in you just do your thing. That's like a huge, that was a huge confidence boost for me, which is something that I needed because I did not have any confidence like those years ago at all. Uh, two, two more questions. Okay. Sure. Um, is there that perfect, I don't know if this is if there, is there a perfect, no, three more questions. Is there a perfect hip hop track? Uh, that you want to mash up, yes. but has not found that perfect cartoon match for... No, but like w- without giving too much away, um, I've wanted to do Triumph by Wu-Tang for years. Mm-hmm. And back like four or five years ago when I was like going viral with these other videos, that thing, like a five or six minute long video like that would have taken me like a month mm-hmm. you know now i think like if i really bust my ass like maybe i could get it done in a week wow. two maybe like if i really bust my ass um is that working all day no no no, no no that's like you know work putting in like a good like 
five, six hours a day uh, for a couple weeks. I, I think I could get it done now. And I could get my other work done, like, that actually pays my bills, <laughs> which is, like, you know, becoming more and more important. But um, that's the one that I've always, like, thought, like, all right, I got to do this one. But, uh, again, like, you know, a lot of my old followers, and no offense to anyone, like, there were some great followers, like, over the years, some great ones. But a lot of them weren't really hip-hop fans. Yeah. They are just fans of, like, cool internet shit. And... That's not really who I'm going after. Like, I want hip-hop fans. Like, my Instagram messages and comments are a whole nother fucking level nowadays. Yeah. And it's like, I want to respond to these people because they're, like, sending me suggestions. And I'm like, yeah. Like, you know what? That's a great song. Thank you. That's a great song. Great suggestion. Like, on Facebook, for example, my following on there is double the size but or triple the size. And... uh I get, like, weird comments on there still. Like, I did, like, a Tribe Called Quest video, and, like, someone's writing, like, why the fuck would you pick this song of all songs? I'm like, dude, because, like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking right. about. Like, let me do the picking. Right. Let me do the picking. Like, don't fucking worry about what I'm picking. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just think that, um, man, like, these... Uh, these new fans on Instagram, I fucking love these people. I really do. It's unbelievable. <laughs> why, why, why Triumph? Why would you? Uh, why, why that song? Because uh, it covers all bases. For, mm. Look, first of all, it's an absolute classic. You know, um, had some commercial success, which was like my old way of thinking. So, like, that's why I always kind of had it in my mind. But, you know, it's got everyone from Wu-Tang on there. And there's not many songs that do and not many songs that would really work like that. And it's just such a fucking classic that I just think, man, if I really executed that right, it would work out great. And I don't know if you saw the protect your neck one. Yes. Yeah. But I yes. That was, that's what, that was another like big turning point for my Instagram stuff because I started that as like an eight part Instagram series, moved it over to like a one video thing on YouTube and on Facebook and they both did well over there, but then everyone kind of came back to my Instagram because I was, like, saying this is where it originated. And that's what really kind of, like, got the wheels in motion, I'd say, in, like, late May. It really wasn't that long ago at all. Speaking of the Protect Your Neck video you sure. did, uh, you make uh... – you, you decide that the Joker is ODB. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you decide Space Ghost is Ghostface. Uh, Splinters, the RZA. Yeah, because, you know, look, he's the leader of he's the, the leader. clan. Yeah. Uh, real quickly, uh, just talk about uh, kind of ODB's inspiration on you. And what was, I guess, you know, what, what was that like kind of creating this character for ODB in this video? Well, I mean, I just thought the Joker was fucking perfect. You know, like, I, like that was like one of those things that I... At first, I'm like, what cartoon character is going to be ODB? And I'm, like, looking through stuff. And then, like, once it clicked, I'm like, oh, done. Like, that's it. You know, it's absolutely perfect. I originally started that video as, like, I'm sitting there one day, and I'm just like, wait a minute. Inspector Deck as Inspector Gadget? I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, that's perfect. <laughs> and I just, like, did that one. And literally, seriously, like, it got 200 likes. And back then, that was, like, huge, yeah. like, on Instagram for me. Um now I get 200 likes in, like, the first fucking two minutes, which is insane. But, like, true. <laughs> over, like, 24 hours, yeah. I got 200 likes on that thing. And I'm like, wow, like, people really like this. Like, you know what? Who could I make the chef? And it's like, perfect. Oh, chef from South Park. Let's fucking go. And then, like, it kind of just snowballed that way. And I was like, I guess I got to do this whole song. And thank God I did because that was really it. But uh, that ODB part was, like, 
to me, like some of this stuff, it's like so hard to pick until you do pick it, and then it's like so obvious to me. It's like, oh my god, like why wouldn't I think of ODB? Like for Joker, like it's perfect, and. uh I don't know, I just, like, found the right clips and edited them right, and I was just, like, I was really happy with, like, the way that part came out. But I released that part on, I think, like, a Sunday. I didn't have any schedule back then. I was just kind of, like, putting them up there. And it was the lowest viewed out of that eight-part series. Oh, really? And, yeah, and, like, I kind of, like, again, I'm, like, trained to, like, see that happening and be like, oh, so, all right, that's the worst part. And then when I, like, put everything together and put it on, like, Facebook and YouTube, I, like, go through all the comments like a lunatic. And uh, so many of them were like, oh, my God, like, the ODB part was perfect. And I'm like, like, wait a minute. Like, was it perfect? Like, maybe it was. Like, okay. (laughs) Okay. Like, but then it's like, all right. Like, I guess it was. (laughs) Oh, what's your – when you – when you're thinking of these videos and let's say you get stuck, um, Hmm. you know, Whatever, everyone gets what a brain fart, right? Sure. Yeah. Uh, do you have a uh, do you have a go to album that you kind of like? You know, to kind of like could be a hip hop album that gets you kind of clear, helps you clear your head. Uh, well, I have plenty of go to albums, but I think like in that scenario you're describing, it's more like uh, the music choice classic hip hop channel, like mm-hmm. on on any cable, <laughs> you know. Um, I just throw that channel on like in the background and I rarely ever hear a song that I'm like, oh my God, I forgot about that song. But it'll just be like one little thing from one little artist and I'm like, wait a minute, hold on, that reminds me of this. And then like I start getting in like a rabbit hole and like I do like a lot of searching on YouTube and like you're playing a little bit of a song and then it's like you got the related videos right there. And I don't know, sometimes I'm just like, that's like my method, but recently i'm just sticking to my guns and saying like no like i know what songs i want to do like everyone's leaving these suggestions i hate to admit this but i think it is kind of hilarious that like everyone's leaving these suggestions and i encourage them to in the comments i never fucking use any of them (laughs) you know like ever and uh but i do tell them that like i see these suggestions sometimes and i'm like wait a minute, like, now let me look at this. I trigger something else. Yeah, Yeah, and I even, like, pulled out, like, my old CD book. I got, like, one of these, like, huge CD books, you know, like, from back in the day. And I don't even play those CDs, but, like, sometimes just flipping through it, looking something up and being like, oh, wait a minute, like, okay, this is what I'm looking for Mm. here. And I kind of have, like, specific plans in mind, like, you know, every day that I'm just, like, like, the song part's the easy part at this point. I like and one big question that I get a lot in from non hip hop fans, they're like, Isn't it gonna get to the point that you run out? Like, haven't you run out of ideas already? And I'm like, Well, first of all, you're not a creative type, so like you can't think the way that I think, no offense. But no. Like there like there's no shortage in sight of classic hip hop to me and I've only scratched the surface so far. I thought I had one. Uh, I thought I was almost done, but I actually no. But, I, you, no bring you, it on. You Look, I me, came all the way here. <laughs> <laughs> you made me think. Of, you just talked about the the CD jacket that you had, and I sure. Uh, and I and I have one as well because I used to do a show in college, and shit's huge. <laughs> uh, and now, obviously, we're in the digital age, so you don't need that anymore. How much of a role? And how much? How much of a role does the? Sorry, does the actual CD jacket uh, of an album play for you in terms of? Does Ooh. it does it play a role in terms of being? creative uh or any sort of inspiration if you're like going through it and you read you know a cover or something like that growing up like 
absolutely i mean i would read through every one of those books and like to the point where you know i would see who they would thank and i'd see like the producers and like everything about it but yeah it's like weird in this digital age like especially like once like things kind of started shifting i remember like i was like still living at home and my parents were like, oh, do you want all these, like, empty CD cases? All your CDs are in these books anyway. And it, like, just got to the point that it was like, no, nah, like, what the fuck do I need them for, <laughs> you know? And it was like, in hindsight, it's like, man, I should have kept, like, the booklets yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, totally. But, you know, I I don't know. I I do – I am a little bit more old school in the sense of, like, I appreciate good album art. And I appreciate the liner notes and stuff. And that's, like, the old, old style of music way of thinking, you know? But, like, that's something that I think we lost in the mm. digital age. What's your uh, two questions? What, what's what's your absolute favorite thing about what you're doing? Um, absolute favorite thing is uh, the rappers following me. Like yesterday, I put out. Uh, I'm doing Locks Week, uh, which I did one Locks video before like things started taking off, and I've gotten like a lot of messages like, "Man, like you got no love for the Locks." I'm like, "No, nah, fuck you." First of all, like of course I got love for the Locks. <laughs> Like, Locks is, like, to me, like, as a New Yorker fan of hip-hop, Locks, like, is in the conversation of one of the best groups ever. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing, I've been putting it off, honestly, because I got to do all three of them. Like, I can't just do a Styles P video and not do Jada and Sheik. Like, I have to do all three. So I made the first, I put out the first one yesterday, Styles, and um, my notifications are coming in so quick that, like, most of the time, you know, like, I can't keep up with them. But I happen to, like, check them at the exact right time that, like, within, like, a minute apart, Jada and Sheik just followed me. Awesome. Like, and that, to me, is without a doubt the best part about this. That, like, these rappers that I've loved for so fucking long, they're following me now. Like, you know, awesome. and again, I've had a lot of viral videos over the year. I've gotten posts from great rappers and stuff and... Uh, I had a phone call with Warren G back in the day after his video went viral. That's like, awesome. you know what I mean? Like, it, like and cool stuff like that. But like, no one ever followed me. And like, now it's like so many rappers that I love are following me and producers and DJs and stuff like that. And to me, that's just absolutely surreal. Uh, I still can't get over it. I still look through like, you know, as you said, you could see who likes it, like who's who you're following, and yeah. you know, then like it goes to the regular people. I mean, sometimes I look through there and I'm like, oh my god, like I can't believe all these people are liking this video. That's like awesome. that's the that's the coolest thing about this, without a doubt. Speaking of following you, how do we follow you? Uh, um, <laughs> at Milo the Cat, M Y L O the Cat, which um. Look, I'm not a fucking cat page, all right? Like, <laughs> I kind of, like, use this cat of, like, one of my best friends. Uh, his cat, like, you know, when we were working in the same recording studio back in the day, I used him as, like, my character and my logo. And then, like, my whole plan, like, over the years was, like, who's going to follow Adam video editor page? Right. Let's make it, like, a cat page and let's try and, like, do something like that. So... Get the cat crowd. <laughs> yeah. So I've been like running under this name, like or variations of this name for a good 10 plus years. And uh, I kind of stuck with it. And like, there's been plenty of people who oh, you should change the name and this and that. And it's like, I have too much shit out there. Yeah, sure. Like over such a long period of time. Like I can't change the name now. It is what it is. It's fucking Milo the Cat. And same thing on Facebook. Uh, YouTube, um, is this how you go viral? Uh, but you could probably get there by Milo the Cat. And Twitter, you could probably get there by Milo the Cat, but some dude like 
seven years ago when I was signing up for Twitter, I like made the mistake of like saying it in a video or on like a post or something like, yeah, I'm going to finally bite the bullet and sign up for Twitter. And then I like got a message from this dude, LOL, signed up using your name. Damn. I was like, oh, dude, like, come on. And like, he's been inactive like ever since. Oh. And I'm like, come on, man. Like, uh, like, so on Twitter, I'm MTC y'all Milo. So if it stands for Milo the cat y'all, which is just like. One of these things, like I made a name in two seconds. I didn't realize Twitter was going to be around, but right. I don't know. I'm not really a big fan of Twitter anyway, so I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> He's Matt, my little cat, a.k.a. Adam, uh, who does these incredible mashups. Uh, first one I saw was Peter Griffin and Homer doing Fat Joe, big pun. Cool. Uh, and-, and I just want to say, I checked out your stuff, and I want to thank you for having me on because anyone who doesn't know, uh, Tim's guests are nothing but legendary rappers and <laughs> stuff like that. Like, I'm fucking, uh, in the grand scheme of things, I'm nobody. So just the <laughs> fact that you would have me on and give me a shot like this, man, like, I really appreciate it. I got to say. No, no, no. Thank you, man. I mean, just listening to you talk and kind of understanding how your mind works, <laughs> which is, I think is like just as crazy as mine in, one, in some aspects in terms of uh, audio uh, and questions. I mean, I really appreciate more and more what you're doing. And I respect, I do have to say, too, we spoke about it off air, but I just want to bring up that I respect what you're doing, too, because you're doing like, the exact same kind of thing that I am where it's like you're following your passion, you're going for it. And I'm sure you get like a million people a day saying, oh, when's the money going to start rolling yeah. in for this? And like, are, are you not getting paid? And I'm like, fucking who cares? You right. know what? Like, look, I, I got a job. Like, I, I'm a video editor for several companies. Like, I, I got a job. But like, I want a little more. Yeah. And you know what? Like, this is what I'm doing to try and make it happen. And if nothing happens... I put out a bunch of cool shit on the internet that people like. Like, you know what? Like, and that that's it. That's my story. <laughs> like, that's it. Uh, Adam, thank you so much, man, for being on the library with Tim Ironico. Thank you, man. No problem. Thanks, man. are true overwhelming power sauce of destiny yes the most legendary sauce has arrived as mcdonald's transforms into the anime world of wickdonald's the greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili mcdonald's sauce to make your 10-piece wick nuggets fries and sprite ultra powerful unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at wickdonald's ba-da-ba-ba-ba go i participate in mcdonald's for a limited time while supplies last In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.